Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Manaman. This podcast is produced on Anchor, where you can record, edit, and publish all from your smartphone. You can find the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other major podcast platforms. Stepping to the batter's box. Welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. The Farley Tournament comes to an end tonight and they have had a great stretch so far from walk-off home runs to dominating pitcher performances and we are in for an exciting championship game tonight at Farley Park. I am joined by the tournament director and the manager of the Farley Hawks, Paul Sherman, and we are going to give a quick recap of the tournament and talk about the championship game tonight that you will be able to see. So, Paul, who are the two teams that are going to be represented in the championship tonight? Tonight, the host team, Farley, will be playing Key West. So this, is, this isn't this is the first matchup that Farley and Key West have had in, in championships, so it should be exciting. And what was Farley's path to get to the championship? Who did they beat? And if you're able to pull scores, that'd be great. But no need to. Yeah, I have the scorebook right in front of me. So that, that's going to help me refresh my memory on some of these games. Perfect. Um, Farley's first game was uh, against Tully Cross. Um, it was a fairly easy victory. I believe we it was 8-0 in, uh, in five innings. So that was our first win. Then uh, the second second game was versus Balltown, which um, as you proceed in tournaments, they always get a little bit harder. Um, get into that. We we beat Balltown uh, seven to four, um, and they had some in and on base in the last inning. Uh, that was. You know, they, they just get tougher as you as you proceed into the tournament, as any team would tell you. So, um, and it was uh, it was plenty tough last night against Worthington. Um, we won that game um, three to two, and the last inning uh, they had in in the Farley tournament we have a speed up rule. So in any extra inning, uh, the uh, both teams put a man on second with nobody out. So we started. With a man in second, uh, Craig Kerper hit a double and scored him. And uh, then Worthington, in their bottom of the half, bottom half of the eighth, had two men on, um, and the batter hit a line drive to our first baseman, just a, a scorcher. He uh, caught the line drive and doubled off the guy at first. So uh, we were we were in jeopardy of a win there, and uh, a matter of inches saved the game for us. Now, Key West has made it to the finals with dominating pitching. We saw Ed Andrew Redman throw a complete game shutout. I believe Anthony Rudin last night. I know he had a complete game shutout. I'm, I believe he struck out 16 guys. I could be wrong 
about that, but what was their path to get there? I know they beat Cascade two to nothing, and who did they beat to get to the finals last night? So last night they beat Daresville uh, five to nothing. Rudin did have a pretty much dominating uh, role on the mound. Daresville only had three hits. Um, so and that and that's usually the the great strength of Key West is their pitching. You know, Rudin and uh, it's it. Andrew Redman pitched the game against Cascade. Um, it's great to see Andrew back on the field after his eye injury. Um, and it's great to see him back on the field unless he's pitching against you. That, that's the problem. So, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, he, he did not lose anything after his short layoff, and uh, he was dominant against a cascade team that that has good hitters yeah he uh he did look very dominating and and he was able to do that with locating his pitches getting ahead in the count and being unpredictable i know um a lot of times when he would fall behind 1-0 and 2-1 he would come back with a slider and cascade was sitting dead red fastball and he made a lot of cascade hitters look silly as he's done for 10 or so years now, have there been any upsets in the tournament? Um, you know, anything can happen in, with these sixteen teams. I don't. I don't think. Um, other than other than Dyersville beating a Piasta team, uh, Dyersville had a walk off three run home run by Joel Vasky. Uh, that kind of surprised uh, Piasta a bit. So that was, I would have to say that was an upset and one of the exciting games. A comeback game, obviously. You know, there's, there was a couple other comeback games. Um, Epworth scored, I believe, six runs in the top of the seventh to go ahead of Cascade and um, couldn't, couldn't hold that lead in the bottom after that inning. But that was an exciting game also. So, um, you know, once these, these games, it depends on who comes to play. Um, who's all fired up and, and a lot of competitive games. Now you have mentioned a lot of tournament highlights already there. And that walk-off home run was great with all the fireworks ceremonies being canceled this summer. It was great to see some fireworks with that three run walk-off home run. And it was a no doubt about it shot. Any other tournament memories or highlights so far this year in 2020 that we haven't mentioned or referenced yet you know I'm sure, I'm sure i'm gonna miss something you know i i was at every game whether i was um keeping score or chasing foul balls i you know i wasn't attentive to every game but um i would i just you know the ones we mentioned the, the pitching dominating uh games and the walk-off our, our game you know there was a great crowd last night and uh our game, our, our game had to be exciting for the fans because it, when the home team scores two runs to tie it in the bottom of the seventh and you go to extra innings, and that speed-up rule is kind of exciting, um, and that's used so the game doesn't go two, three hours and, and uh, you know, the second game doesn't get over until 1 o'clock. So, um, so I'm, I'm afraid I'd miss something unless I go through every every page of the scoreboard. That's all right, and, and we covered the majority of the highlights there. Now, we- Farley has one award. It's the Leon Kramer MVP Memorial Award. Uh, Leon Kramer was a Farley resident that made all kinds of games. 
Um, his son sits on the bench. He's our uh, moral support on the bench. Uh, Dan Kramer is is on the bench all the time. He's a son of Leon, so he's a part of Farley baseball. Um, so that is the only award we give, and it uh, goes to the player who's uh, performed the best in, in our tournament. And I'm guessing that it usually always goes to the player on the winning team. But if you had to throw out some front runners for Key West or some Farley players for that award, who do you think uh, might be the front runners right now? Um, for Key West, you know, you, you compile the stats as, as best you can, and I've done that to be prepared for tonight. Um, Anthony Razzo has has a high batting average, a double. Um, so he, he would be a contender unless somebody really stands out tonight and, and performs for Key West. And on the Farley side, uh, you know, this is going to be a surprise to people, but Kelvin Harris has uh, had a really good tournament. He's uh, hit had multiple hits in every game. Um, Andy Seabrook has won two games, uh, kind of short on the offensive end. I think he only has one hit, but he's always an asset when he can come in. Um, Matt Sherman was uh, had multiple hits the first two games. He had a, a tough time last night, so he'd have to have a, a really good performance to be considered tonight. But um, it all, it, you know, it depends on your, what you've done in the past three games. But if if something really happens spectacular tonight and uh, you have credentials that keep you in there for the MVP, it could change tonight too. Paul, before we get to the pitching matchups and the prediction, give us the time of the game tonight. So there's, at Farley, we don't have a consolation. So there's one game tonight. It's the championship game at 7 o'clock. Uh, that's a nine-inning game with a 10-run rule after 7. So the championship game starts at 7. Um, and, yeah. Make sure you get on out to Farley Park. Game starts at 7 o'clock. And I did be, I did read that it is BYOB or BYOP if you're a pop drinker. And I did see Brian Breen post that they are delivering food to the ballpark if you would like to um, order some food as well. Are we tipping our hand? Do we know the pitching matchups for the championship game? Or have both teams been pretty quiet about that? Well, they'll find out sooner or later about Farley, so I'll, it's not going to change. Uh, I don't know if they can prepare better if they know know who the pitcher is, but Dylan Gatto is going to start uh, the game. He started the finals at Bellevue. Um, wasn't his best performance at Bellevue, so I think he uh, has something to prove tonight. So hopefully he's a little more on his game. He'll, he would admit that too. Um, and I'm not sure about Key West. I uh, didn't ask them last night after the game who was pitching. It won't be Redmond. It won't be Rudin, I wouldn't think. Um, they had an Alec Thomas that pitched for him, and I don't know about Kierman. So I, I do know I they can't tell you who that is. Yeah, and I do know they do have Jacob Kerman. I saw him um, on the roster and on the bench the other night. So I'm not sure if he's going to get the championship game, nod or not. Now, Paul, I don't know if I don't know if you want to do this or not, Paul. I don't know if you want to give some uh, bulletin board material, but if you had to make a prediction for tonight's game, do you feel comfortable doing that, or would you rather have me make my prediction? 
Well, it'd be much easier if you made your prediction. Um, <laughs> I think Farley's going to lose. That'll psych my players up. Um, no, I, I Farley, Farley. Both teams are going to be very competitive tonight. They, uh, like I said, this isn't the first time Key West and Farley have played in the finals. I, I look for. I, I'd have to say a low-scoring game. Um, I think the pitching, if if our pitching is on and and they get the pitchers that they usually do, it'll be a low-scoring game. But I would prefer not to uh, predict who is going to win this championship. Isaac from Bellevue didn't have a problem making a prediction, but I think it's a lot easier to do when the team that you manage is not in the championship game. So Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast fans, get out to Farley Park, 7 o'clock tonight. I am 1-0 and on my predictions, and my prediction for tonight's game is I am going to go Farley Hawks 3 and Key West Ramblers 2, making the Farley Hawks the champions of the Farley tournament. Paul, anything you'd like to add or say before we sign out? No, thanks again for um, the opportunity for the interview and, and plugging the tournament tonight. I appreciate that. And uh, um, your podcasts are our are, are success. Nick. Six, four, three, we're out of here. Post game show is brought to you by Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram by searching Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Coach Manaman. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, find us on Spotify, and subscribe.